The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And what matters to me? Wow. Okay, I don't have to think real hard. I actually want to say something that's near and dear to my heart. I, I don't think I had a chance. I know I didn't have a chance last week to, to acknowledge this individual because uh, uh, if I would have, uh, I would know. I would remember. Obviously, there's a couple things I don't remember, but something like this I would never forget. And that is uh, we lost another member of the fraternity last week. And uh, somebody who has an interesting story that I and I got to tell this story. Todd Christensen. Uh, Todd Christensen. First time in my life ever that I ever went to a coach and, and I asked him, coach, can I get one? You know, he looked at me kind of crazy. <laughs> the defensive coordinator. I said, can I get can I get just one? And, of course, he was a f- former college coach of mine, so he looked at me crazy again because we knew each other from way back in the day. And, and he said, one, one, what? I said, can I, get, can I just get one personal file? And, <laughs> that was and your I, guy? And I, and I wanted one personal file. Why? Because I wanted to go, I, I wanted to put some fear in his heart. I mean, the game is about intimidation. And so uh, it wasn't going was to be, it wasn't going to be cheap. Was, but, it was the mustache, but, but, wasn't but, but, it? But it, but it might be. No, I, hey, man, I'm, no, I'm known for my mustache. It's just got a different color now, you know, it's a little salt and pepper. Right, now, right, but, but Christensen was rocking that, that Selleck, that Burt Reynolds I, money I, handle. Man, I, back in the day, man, I was, I was doing a, the mustache thing. That was the oh, mustache okay. I, I'm not suggesting that, that, yeah. that, that you got man, out mustache. Yeah, I, I think I... You, I like you. You, I detect, you rocking it now, man. Go I ahead, detect some go. mustache hey, envy here. Hey, no, hey, Is that oh, why you want hey. to... Hey. No, it wasn't envy. It wasn't about the mustache envy. It was about the fact that Marty challenged me. Marty said something to the effect that... Schottenheimer? Yeah, Todd Christensen, man. You know, he's a great tight end. You know, I mean, he's like, okay, so what am I, chopped liver? 57 years old, man. Man, hey, I'm in that fraternity, too. That's crazy. So I just just want to take this time out like I always do whenever a member of fraternity goes. But first of all, I just want to say, damn good tight end. A real good tight, you know, a tight end that was, you know, he wasn't the tallest guy, but, you know, this man knew how to work his way open, yeah. wasn't blazing fast, could catch, and was just, a, he was like a man's man. He was a tough dude. I mean, a Todd was, you know, Todd had it going on. So he I knew like, how to play. So I wanted to go at him. I wanted to let him know, okay, I've been playing in the NFC East for a long time, and so perhaps maybe you haven't. You know, you don't recognize who I am, but I, I do want to introduce myself. So that's all I wanted to do was introduce myself. Uh, and, and, and the coach be aware of the fact that I was going to make that introduction so he'd be prepared for it. Wasn't like, well, did you get the green light or what? Uh, I, got the, uh, I got the green light. Marty didn't give it to me, but I got the green light. Wait, wait. 
you didn't get the green light and you did it anyways. Well, I, no, I got the green light from my coordinator. Okay. And well, that, what was Marty? He wasn't the DC. Marty was the head coach. Oh, he was a head coach. Yes, Marty was the head coach. So I, didn't, okay. I didn't want to go to the head. So coach. you went over the head coach's head by going to the DC? No, not necessarily going over. What I did is I <laughs> went to the DC to say, "Hey, I want you to know, so you don't be caught off guard and ask, you know, what the hell is Ray doing?" Uh, I, did Marty say no, or he said, "I, I didn't don't go want to, to talk. Marty"? Oh, I thought you said you were talking about Marty. No, okay. no, I said I went to you know a guy who knows that I'm a little crazy because he. he Coached with me at Ohio State. So. Ohio State, the Ohio State University. So anyway, it's interesting I, you should talk about that. No, By the way, no, I, uh, Ray, I, 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 I just want to introduce no, no, myself. No, 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 no. I'm gonna get you. Can I introduce no, myself? No, I'm gonna I, get to you later because what I want to do is I want to get this man what he deserves, and he deserves all the respect in the world. And at this time, I just first of all want to say he was a, a damn good football player. I'm gonna say he was a great football player. Yeah. Uh, short of uh, Hall of Fame, but you mm. know, you know, great football player. Certainly, uh, all those Raiders out there know that they lost a man of their fraternity. Uh, everybody I did love, Ty Christensen. So I'm just going to take a moment of silence like I always do and, and, and share that moment of silence with me, if you will. If just I win. may. No, d- d- growing up, Ty Christensen, Seattle Seahawks, Kingdom Games, season tickets, growing up, my fam. 200 row, or 200 level front row between the, uh, the uprights, actually towards the left upright. I watched him piece apart my Seahawks. My entire youth, and I know firsthand how, how, what a difference maker he was, how he worked the middle of the field. It was him, and it was Winslow who dominated uh, at the position growing up. So it's really sad to see him pass. I mean, 57 is far too young. And so the there you go. There you go. There's my man. Introduced himself, Doug Mack. You know, the Mac man is on the show with me today and, you know, didn't want to give me the chance to introduce him the way I wanted no, I was to, just but, sure. but he thought I forgot about him. I thought you did. He, no, I would never forget about the Mac I was, man. It's I a took pleasure. it personally. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, but that's what matters to me. The fact that we've lost another, uh, you know, great man and damn good football player in, in the Raiders. The Raiders continue to, to lose guys at, at a young age. I think I, should, I, I hope and pray that they live to be much older and stay around. Lyle Alzado. Yeah, well, yeah. And that, that was that, and that was when the Raiders were the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> the greatness. Just, just win, baby. You up there with Al. The Go ahead. Raiders. I know you and Al are having a good time up there. So, oh, yeah. Uh, let, let me also say what matters to me. Uh, an historical moment in Philadelphia, for the first time ever, a, a son of a former Philadelphia Eagle dressed up in a uniform and played, and that was Johnny Good. John Good was a teammate of mine, his son, uh, dressed in, and, and played special teams and played a lot for the Philadelphia Eagles this past weekend. You played with his father? And, uh, yeah, I sure did. And well, so I'm, I'm was his dad on defense with you? No, no his dad was a tight end, okay. uh, actually out of Youngstown State, uh, that great university of Ron Jaworski. And, was his middle and, name and Paul McFadden? Middle name B. Uh, John B. Good, that would be Wilson B. Good, too. You know, there's uh, a lot of them like that. Wilson B. Good, of course, the mayor be, right? uh, of the city back in the day. But uh, uh, shout out to John and, of course, his son for doing an outstanding job on and off the field as, as men and young men and just, just proud and happy for him. Uh, so I wanted to say that, but there was some good football last night. Mm-hmm. There was some good football all weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we're, we're, we're into the thick of things now where things are starting to develop. And I, I got to be honest, I don't really know how this thing is going to shape, you know, how it's going to end up. 
how it's going to shake out when it's all said and done. There's some people there in the middle of the road that we don't know what might happen. And then, of course, there's those who, who are out front that look like, hmm, again, it's not where you start, can, it's where you finish. Uh, I can so, save you the trouble. I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, like, I didn't Would you know. Like to know. No, we're going to save that a little bit because we want everybody else out there who are not familiar with okay. Doug Mack being on the show. To, it's a tease. To, yeah, to hold it for a little bit. Just come my way when you want me to tell you who's in the Super Bowl. Let's talk a little bit about the, the game last night. I'm sure you got a, a couple seconds out of your schedule, busy schedule, to watch that game last night. I did. It was one of the best games I've seen all year. It was a tightly uh, bound, uh, high-level, uh, uh, fierce, evenly matched, um, mistake, relatively mistake-free game. I like the way it ended, too. But yet I, still one of the most controversial games ever in the National Football League. Well, you know, for, for the season, I mean, people are going to have an opinion about it, but they weren't letting flags control the action the entire game. I don't see why they would start at a, at a, a pretty egregiously underthrown pass from Brady, and uh, he didn't do himself any favors by throwing it, you know, at the front of the end zone when Gronk was fading out back. I'm not saying it. I, I can see it either way. What, what's your take? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to agree with the call, you know, and many times, you know, referees are, are blamed for for bad calls. And but when they when they go to the rule book and, and they're able to show you and justify the call based upon the way the rule is written. Now, the rule may need to be changed, but in my generation, I've seen that happen many times. And but but. In my generation, the guy who the ball was thrown in his direction, but it was underthrown, he would get taken out. And so, therefore, <laughs> you, you know, it would be like, you know, he's looking back, the ball's underthrown, and he gets taken out. You, you know, know, this guy just, you know, had his arms, or I want to say this. There was contact, and I will say that arms may have been around him, okay? And, and from a defensive player perspective, I want to say that, of course, there's so much, there's so many rules. It's lean towards the offensive guy. Well, it's pretty clear that those rules are in place because of people like you. You're over there asking for free shots at Todd Christensen. You're taking out I'm taking, I'm not receivers asking. across I'm ta- the I'm middle. Taking. I mean, you have to. this whole ECT thing can pretty much be drawn directly well, back to gonna, you. We're, we're, to gonna, we're certainly not going to go there. But what I will <laughs> say is this. is I, for, for, for whatever it is, I certainly don't understand why anyone would believe, and I don't care how much they get paid, I don't care if people think they are the poster children of the National Football League. A quarterback's job is he's no more valuable to a team than anybody else. That's just not true. That is true. No, it isn't. That, that is true. It's completely you, you tell in, me, incorrect. Okay, so you tell me if you've got a terrible center, you think you can win a football game? If you are paying— You can't even snap the ball. Okay, well, what, what, what do you, I, I'm not going to say what comes to mind right now, but what do you mean can't snap the ball? I mean, there's a big difference between an all-pro center and a person who can't snap the ball. Well, you know, I you, mean, okay, you're saying an all-pro. I, I said, you know, not all quarterbacks a are center. all center. Are, are you saying a center not is, all quarterbacks is, is as all important pros. as a quarterback? As a matter of fact, I think on, 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 in, the, in the, I think, what do they call that? The, of course, when you go to Hawaii, you pay in a pro, the bowl, pro bowl. So maybe you get maybe six quarterbacks. I can't believe you're saying that centers and quarterbacks are the same. I mean, they don't pay centers $20 million a year. They should. For a reason. They should. Really? Yeah, they really should. Really? They're they central to the game. If the center doesn't snap the ball properly, the game is done. Hence the name. If you can't handle the, the snap of the ball, it's over. It's I got cooked. a question. I got a question for you. What's the biggest lick you ever laid on somebody? What is the hit looking we're back at your career? Go, man, we're not going to go there. Who did you just explode? We are, we're uh, a kid in high school. <laughs> really? A kid in high school. That's Wait, the honest guy. What was his name? Uh, I don't remember his name. He doesn't either. Uh, <laughs> what happened? 
it, it was a, it was a, it was actually a game that we played in. We actually lost the game. It was in Niles, Ohio. Uh, and it's interesting because one of my coaches asked me, uh, my coaches couldn't wait till I got home because he had made a, a friendly bet with my cousin and, and wanted to know. Tell me the pattern. Uh, Tight ends or a, a It was a running play. It was a running play. Oh, a running play. Running Ooh, play. blast. Yep, running play actually to the same side of the ball that the play that you're asking about was, you know, ran to that side, to the left side of the defense. But uh, And you just yeah. came up and forced that corner and just... It's, <sighs> just... it's just something that you have to do, and that's why I really... You know, find it hard today for players, particularly the kid who's just got suspended, who's about to get suspended again and got fined again. I mean, how much money can you take from these kids? Well, look at Ahmad Brooks. I, I, well, well, listen, he didn't. But listen, he didn't. He, he, I can't. I'm so happy that he said in front of the camera and to let the world know that that bad call cost my team the game, and in this in this division. You know, it could be that one game makes a difference between winning and losing the division, it's which could be a huge mean, game. And and so, I, I, that's most of the time tackles uh, are not part of something that could be reviewed. But when it's something that relates to the quarterback, right, or another person, or that, the center, or any or anybody, no, not necessarily center, because the center only comes into play when it's they, a it's a kick, it's an extra point, or 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 well, field that's goal. a long snapper. But that well, that's the center. He's a center. Well, that's a different position, though. Well, and oftentimes the center and the long snapper are two different people. That's exactly right. Most, I don't think there are any centers who long snap that I know of. Well, in the, the center. Well, here's what. Many times, and we're, we're getting way off. As the a subject. former long snapper oh. in high school, stadium <laughs> high school in Tacoma, Washington, great athlete, man. Right? Hey, well, nobody great else could do it, man. Hey, we hiked uh, three over the punter's head in the first game. I was Doug. like, what do you got to do here? I was a linebacker, a Doug, terrible one. Doug, but man, I, was, I, I, I can't tell you where the show is going to go today. I really can't tell you. Show, but I can tell you, Spinning we're going to go to a commercial break right now. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Spinning Network. Them. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Doug Mack in the studio with me. We'll be right back. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely despise her especially at one to two and it's anything but the same old horse racing show this is a nine horse field but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win with andy serling a show seriously committed to making more money at the game but with a personality this is a dunce cap horse for me if this horse wins next week i got the dunce cap on you bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form look for it the day before big race days mostly fridays find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at you bet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. 
now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. I'm a little hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to jump in here oh, and say man, I don't get a chance to that say I that we're even... back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. No uh, that respect. noise in the background, I'm really not sure what that is. I think we'll adjust that microphone. I think I have a mute button someplace. If you could activate that, please. Doug Mack in the studio with me. Okay, Dougie Mack. I just want to say this. Can I have a second? Please, Doug, go in right the break, here. Ray Ellis, the indomitable Ray Ellis, says, well, long snapping, that's no athlete. There's no athletes that are long snappers. And that, you know, on a certain level, is hilarious. So thank you for that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> well, listen, I, I will tell you one thing that I'd never do. I'd never, you know, snap the ball with my head down waiting for somebody. I'm glad they did that. That's one rule that they implemented in the National Football League that I agree with. You know, yeah. a guy shouldn't have his head between his legs snapping the ball back, and you could just plummet the kid. I, I, I and you can get a free release. That's why I like doing it. Okay, again, I only did it because nobody else could figure out the well, technique. Well, let me just say this. I the free, the first the free one, release, spinning it. The free release also would, I think, can can help concur with my position that he's not really an athlete because you don't get him and nobody else gets a free release. So well, I was down there making sticks. As a matter of fact, let me tell you a quick story. I'm glad oh, you brought that up. We were playing Wilson High School my junior year, and I they had seen on film. Ability. I think Doug Mack <laughs> they'd been like they'd been job. they'd been uh, scouting me on film. They knew that I was quick on that release, and I couldn't wait to get down there and put a lick because I was an OLB, so I like to hit right. So how many tackles you make? Well, I mean, in this particular play, they actually Skip put has joined two, us in guys, two guys over me. And I got kicked out of the game because they punched me in the gut, and I hit him back in the stomach, and the, the flag hit me in the side of the helmet, and he said, 52, you're done. And True the, story. And the start of the fines uh, and, and the ejections from the ball game goes back to Dougie Mack's And day. so began and the legend. There you go. And, of course, he was uh, <laughs> fined uh, $100 because they were being paid back in that day. All right. Back to the NFL. But, uh, yeah, let's get back to the NFL. Let's talk a little bit about Eric Dickerson. Well, you wanted to talk about Eric Dickerson, and, and I'm, I'm really, uh, of course, it's, it's viral. It's out there for everybody to see on ESPN, a couple other places you'll find it. You know, Eric has made a couple comments as it relates to the lack of talent at the quarterback position, which I think. In it, Minnesota and everybody, specifically. And everybody agrees that that's like, okay, uh, Doug, I think you said the comment was water is well, wet. I got it right here. Right? Well, no, yeah, that's, that's it. Okay, water, so, dogs bark and water okay, is wet. Okay. And that's along the lines of what uh, Eric Dickerson said to, what, the St. Paul Pioneer Press talking about Adrian Peterson's frustration in a backfield with a bad quarterback. He says, quote, he really needs a quarterback. That would make it a lot easier on him. Well, wow! Really? It, well, here's the point. That's the insightful. point is the point of the matter is, if if Eric would have said something like, uh, "It would certainly help if he had a great fullback." You'll go farther you know, if there's if, gas if, in your if, car. If, if Eric would have said something like, uh, "Well, it'd be good if he had uh, a great right guard," you know, a center. Eric mentioned the obvious of which is obvious to everybody, except perhaps maybe. The people upstairs. Well, no, but he threw Christian Ponder under the bus. Not necessarily. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing about it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, the I, quote, I, no, the but, Vikings quarterback situation is terrible. Well, let me say this. It's under the bus. I, I think what you're looking for when you when you get commentary from somebody who's 
been there and done that, which Eric has, I think he made that comment as well, is you expect them to be honest with you. If not, wh- why the hell listen to somebody else whose opinion is no different than yours because stating, of the fact they don't know? Okay, stating the obvious at the expense of a professional quarterback uh, who's in the game. As have you seen hard, have you ever watched Hard Knocks before? If I, if I may, stating the obvious, that's not being honest. That's just being kind of mean about it. Like, first of all, what reality TV, Dickerson, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. Is Eric Dickerson still an American? Relevant. Yes. Oh, relevant. Yes, he's relevant. Whoa. One of the greatest running backs to ever play the game. He's still relevant. He's still relevant. One of in, the greatest running backs to ever play the game. In what way? As a matter of fact, well, as a matter, one of the greatest running backs to ever play the game. But he's and yesterday's so, newspaper talking about today's teams and putting down players on he, squads he's never been affiliated with at the expense of team chemistry. It, you don't because have, Adrian Peterson's too classy to say it himself. No, here's the thing about it. Not buying that, it. That's what you have commentary for that purpose to come from somebody who can not only just make the obvious, but support the obvious based upon their experience of playing the game. You know what? That belongs in the vault of the painfully obvious and comically outdated, along with this article about your Ohio State University Buckeyes and your boy, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, newsflash. My show has just been gangster. Taking over my show. Urban Meyer said that the BCS is a flawed system. That's what he came out with yesterday, Ray. What do, what's your take on that? That's his water, big breakthrough. Water, water is wet. Right. Dogs bark. And dogs bark. And he said, uh, what, well, when there's a playoff with four teams, uh, what's that fifth team going to feel like? Water is wet. Urban Meyer. Stumping for the little man. That, what, what the, the fact of the matter is, until you get a system that's somewhat similar to what Big Brother does. Big Brother, obviously, is a National Football League. And, and these people, obviously, are very close to Big Brother. And they'll, they'll share it, and a lot of things that Big Brother shares in, in terms of their model, and they'll get it right. After yeah. all, remember, Big Brother started, you remember, the AFL was separate from the NFL. They didn't even have a Super Bowl. And then they went to a Super Bowl, and then they had to design how many teams were able to make it into the playoffs, and then they got to today's model. How many you think is right for college football? How many would you like to see? I think eight works. Well, uh, okay, uh, what are we talking about here now? Uh, we remember we have student-athletes. So <laughs> that's funny. oh, is that, was that a joke? That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right on. Good there one. we go. See, so you, you see what I'm saying? So that to me is more important than expanding, and you're going to have to expand it. You're going to expand it because you got these big conferences out there. What's about to happen? To be quite honest, in my opinion, are these big conferences are about to disengage with the NC2A, and they're going to be a part of the BCS. And the BCS basically is going to run that. Uh, BCS is going away after this year. No, this is well, the last year of the BCS, period. It's going to the national playoff. So that, that, No, no. Well, well, the, but the BCS is going to handle that playoff. Is that true? Yeah, the BCS will handle that. The NC2A is what's going to be like, mm, it, it's going to be left in the cold. I think eight works. There's, no, there's never a ninth team that actually has a shot at being the best team in college football. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be because somebody can get a bye. So it could be a ninth team. It could be it could play. But I'm just saying, realistically, cards. there's no more than like four or five at the end of the day. Right now, who, who do you think deserves a shot at the championship? Well, why, okay, what's wrong with having the top ten teams play? Because, I mean, well, I mean, we, uh, it, it's kind of arbitrary, but, I mean, with eight, you can make it a grid and only add one game. I won't get into it, but you just use the four big bowls and add uh, two games, the national semifinals, and then the championship game, which they already have. So that would actually work. You just slot Rose, Fiesta, Sugar, Orange. Okay, so you're saying. And then national semifinals. So you're saying, so you're saying eight teams. Boom. Eight teams play the first round in the, make, the big four bowls. 
And then the only games you add to the entire slate is two games as the national semifinals the following weekend, and then the next weekend would be the BCS championship or the national football so, championship. So in order to win a national championship game, what you do is you play one game, one playoff game. No, you play th- you'd have to win three straight. Okay, so, so you're playing a, a playoff game, then you're playing a championship. You're playing a bowl game. Uh, you play the Rose or the Fiesta or the Sugar or the Orange, and then you go through national semis. That wouldn't be very exciting, would it? The national semis on a Saturday, uh, you know, the 8th of January or something. So what experience do the kids get in terms of, you know, being students and, and, and having the opportunity to get a break from school and a break from football and go home and celebrate like You wouldn't have else. signed up for that under Woody Hayes at, o- at Ohio State? You would not have got – that wouldn't have been the first thing on your mind going into the season? Well, the first, thing, into the, the first the, thing in the my mind eight? was actually to, to go to the Rose Bowl and win a national championship. There you go. Okay, but – uh, again, you know, this is a hypothetical, and, and so I, I'm trying to think what I might have thought about back then. And, and what was most important to me is first thing I want to do, go to school, get an education, and my mom be able to have a chance to see me play on TV. That was extremely important for my mom to see me play on TV. That's a great point. And so, you know, today there's so many factors, there's too many elements. To, yeah, they got way too much to think about nowadays, man. It's, 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 there's so much out there for a kid to make a decision. <laughs> on where to go to get his education, and then after that, where he's going to go to. I, I think nowadays you might, the future may be negotiating a business contract. These kids are going to end up getting paid yeah. pretty soon. Well, the Obama thing is going to change everything. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah. you know, so those other things factor into it's it. It's going to get weird. We'll it's see what get happens. Real weird. So, we'll and, see. and then that's also going to, there's going to be a chance for more injuries. So some of the, the National Football League product, we don't, we don't know what it's going to end up being like, but... Uh, but we'll see. But I want to talk about last night's game. Yeah, great can, game. Can we talk about it? I don't know if we're going to have a break here, but uh, I, I think we – I don't we, think – did we miss that break? I don't even know. Okay. I'm so, over here. So anyway, what we'll do is we'll continue <laughs> on with the conversation. Okay. Last night was one break, of the we'll best games I've seen all season. And, and you said that. Yeah. Uh, but are you, like, surprised when you, when you take a look at Carolina? I mean, really. I mean, it was like overnight they got – they turned into a very good football team. Well, they started off the season. Seattle went down there, and being a Seattle homer, I did watch that game. I know and, you did. Uh, you know, that was a 12-7 final, as I recall. And you could see that they had a stout defense. Um, I wasn't sure if we were misfiring or if they were, you know, forcing our hand. But now you have that stout D, and Cam Newton starts playing like the guy. So that, that was a good litmus test for them. That, for, that was a big win. If you look back at it now, I mean, to go into Carolina – First game of the year, going west coast, east coast, deep south, come out with a 12-7, dirty, grindy little win. That's a, that's a, that's a character win. That's but if you think about that right now, if Carolina were to play, uh, of course, your, your favorite team, the Seahawks, mm-hmm. wouldn't you expect the Seahawks to win and a lot, the score would be a lot different than 12-7? I don't know. Would I, you, I, I, you I wouldn't would, have them favored? I, after I all, they're your, favored, Super, they're, they're your Super, Super Bowl champions well, already no, they're, crowned. They're, they're going to the Super Bowl. Oh. I can't predict the game's outcome, but they oh. will. I won't give away my other pick. Or we'll, we'll tease to it. But they'll be in the Super Bowl if they win in two weeks against the Saints. Okay, so, last, okay, so if, if they're going to if. the Super Bowl, so last night's game, uh, you must be quite impressed with the fact that Carolina could potentially go deep into the playoffs if indeed your favorite team is going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, I'm not scared. They can't come to Seattle and do anything. They'll be, they'll, they'll be smoked, just like they got smoked last time we went. Well, I, I, I think they looked good last night, though. Carolina I, 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 lost to Seattle in the NFC Championship in 2005, the last you, time they went. Let me, let me ask you something. Is, 
Is there a youth pill that that, that, that that Steve Smith has? I mean, this man oh my gosh. 13 years in the National Football League. Okay. A wide receiver. 13 and that, years. And that's what's amazing is the game in 2005, the Bears lost. The Bears were the number one seed. And they lost in the uh, the divisionals to to Steve Smith because they tried to single cover him. And they came up to Seattle, and they put – Holmgren put like – Five, Ten people. Five dudes on it. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, I, I think I do remember. But, I mean, even the energy that this man brings to the game. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I mean, he, he is – I've got to think – and for some reason or other, when you think about the best receivers in the league, they very seldom bring his name up. Yeah, you know what, though? You and that's because he's interesting, a, right? He's a small man. A pill? Mm, oh, no. I don't know. Well, I mean, you have no. to wonder. No, I, I don't wonder. I, I really don't wonder. You know, sometimes you have to give athletes the benefit of the doubt, although they don't. Uh, well, what? Oh, no, Since many times when? you don't. Well, you know, you can, for one thing, you can look at a guy and kind of tell when he's taking, you know, some type of performance enhancement. Whoa. The only thing that's wrong with Steve is he's, he's missing a screw or two up there. He <laughs> forgets not, that he's a wide receiver. He's gangster. He, he really does yeah. because, uh, you know, as a wide receiver, when I played in high school, I didn't do a lot of trash talking, even though I knew I was going to be on the defensive side of the ball. But it's like, man, that's an invitation for somebody to come take you out when you yeah. play wide receiver. Except nowadays, it's the best time in your life to be a wide receiver because they can't take you out. Aren't you glad you don't play now? I, I really am because I don't know if I could have played now because the position, <laughs> the way we played it back in the day. But then I guess I would have to work on my corner skills. Blowing people up, didn't you, Ray? All right, people. so we we yeah, I'm just Dougie Fresh just taking me way back, but we're gonna bring it back full circle and we're gonna talk a little bit about what's happening today's game. It's the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Dougie Mac with me, Doug Mac, my man, the Mac Man. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Dougie Mack in the studios with me. I just got a little bit of coffee and cream. What up? And with a little sweet and low in it. And you know what else I found out when I went to get the coffee? What? You know. What'd you discover? I think I discovered where the Minnesota Vikings receivers are at. I saw them in the, in the you know, in I saw them in, in, in the, some coffee. the garbage can. Yeah, no, I saw them. In, I saw them in there getting some coffee with me, man. You, and like they that? told me, they told me that listen, you know, uh, if you watch TV, you'll see that we're on other teams. You know, the bottom line is going back to you know a comment because I again, I, I just I love Adrian Peterson, man, and, and I know Eric Dickerson, you know, from back in the day, and that. Don't trade away your best players. Don't let your best players leave, and you'll be a better team. But anyway, let's 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 not, let's not go there. Well, wait a second. They because ran him out of town because they thought he had an attitude problem, and he was lying about his injuries. They wanted him gone. He was a quote unquote locker room cancer. He, that's what that was the story, and that's what the Seahawks took on. You know, <laughs> it was his time. They didn't want him around anymore. And I, you know, I just got to stop and think about the fact that perhaps maybe the problem could be uh, that. One thing a receiver does is a receiver loves his quarterbacks. Remember T.O.? That's my quarterback, Why don't you just mail a pipe bomb to Christian Ponder? Just get it over with, man. You're being The only thing I could think of is with the exception of Tom Brady's wife who went ahead and said it, you know, he can throw and catch the ball too. But most of the times, a good she quarterback. Looked, she looked great when she said that. <laughs> a didn't good quarterback she? can oh, throw the ball. She delivered that line. And at the fact of the matter is, a, a wide receiver knows when he's got a good quarterback. Because another thing with a good quarterback is, a wide receiver very seldom does he find himself in a position where he's vulnerable. Right. You know. And so you, I, I remember when, when, right here, when Palmer first showed up. Uh, I think it was Palmer. But somebody laid Larry Fitzgerald out on the first pass they threw to him, and I didn't know. Oh, I was like, ooh, ooh, that, that's not good. You don't want to string out <laughs> yeah. Fitz. You know, not your best receiver. So, um, but anyway, uh, let, let, let's talk about a couple things, if we will, that, that are extremely important to me. We, we, we touched a little bit on, on, on calls, and in particular calls that could have the effect of the game. And, and the 49ers, and I want to go back to the 49ers, only because uh, – People are expecting, you know, great things out of the 49ers, even though you're expecting greater things out of the Seahawks. I thought they'd be right at the top there with them. And, and they, that's not to say that they, they still won't. But, 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 but in 12 in and 4, mid, they run it. But midstream, as we were saying off the air, mm-hmm. I, I recall that perhaps maybe some rule changes have just been, you know, hey, let's do something different this week. Let's add something. And maybe we're wrong about that. But it certainly appears that, that rules have changed so fast that sometimes they appear like this is a new rule. Last week it was a rule. This week it is a rule. I don't know. I think the competition committee has to approve those in the off season. And that's when I changes have to be brought. And Jeff Fisher, because Jeff Jeff Fisher is a part of that. He's always been there. I don't think. I think it's just been you know over the past few years they have been uh, really significant in in trying to pull back the uh, the blows to the head. Obviously, there's CYA going on right here. It's all about money. That's what it is. But the referees, you know, let's just say this. You know, if the referee can pick a flag up. And why say no you? flag. Then why? Okay, so then why can't he take a look at a hit and say, mm, okay? Uh, I agree. I think my th- bad. And there is a re- instant replay in college football right now for targeting. You can throw a guy out of the game in college football, and you can also throw him back in if you call it originally to be targeting. And I like that rule. So, but in college, if you get blasted, it's fifteen yards and you're out of the game. And you miss the first half of the next game if you're still in the first half of the current game. You miss two full halves. And, but they, 
put in the caveat, and I think it was pretty pretty prudent, that you have to go to the window or go to the, the replay, and you can give him the 15 yards, but he still gets to keep playing. So I think that's pretty, you know, dynamic. It's on well, the fly. you know, it, it's certainly one of these things that's taking advantage of technology. You mm-hmm. go in the booth, you look at it, you slow it down, and but but you're slowing it down. Football is not slowed down. The it game is, is not. The, no, the game is not slowed down. Sometimes when you're in a zone, things are like that. But I can tell you this. I'm tired of seeing running backs run over defensive backs and not get called for. I saw a couple guys get plummeted the other night and, and they don't get called for. Uh, that, that's just not, that's not good. How are you protecting? Cause this is what I, I've Blood always thirsty. said to people. No, I'm just saying that you have to understand that the, the same people, all we can do to get back is to take it out on you and within the play. Remind me and not to date ta- your daughter. And if you take that away from us, I, I think it's just, the, the game, I don't know. This is just a new game. And plus, let's, 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 step, let's, let's go off into something different. Okay. Because now, Roger Goodell, I think Roger Goodell, because of the fact that I, it could be social media, I don't know what it is. But the spotlight on him in terms of his ability or his, his job responsibilities to deal with various situations now have gone far beyond anything we've ever heard about anybody else. Pete Rosell having to deal with this. and Well, uh, I mean, he know. started it going back to the Pac-Man Jones stuff, right? Yeah, well, I, I, what he, and I think you're right. You know, he obviously wanted to, you know, protect the brand. Clean up the image. And, and he wanted to clean up, clean up the image of, of, of the game of football off the field. Yeah, making it rain and, in Vegas where people get killed. Probably not the best thing you want to associate your brand with. Probably not. I mean, I'm not saying it's the worst, but that you could do a little bit better. Well, again, go into that, a strip that, club. That, that, the go, night that before. goes into the court of public opinion because can you imagine in the stadium of sixty thousand people? How what percentage of those men and maybe women that leave the game end up in strip clubs alongside of the players? It's a great point. I'm not suggesting that I'm on Goodell's side on this thing, but you know, he made the decision when he first got into office that that was going to be the battle he fought. And he did. He he saw that thing all the way through. There, there, there's so much going on in, in football now. We, we 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 got this stuff going on with incognito. That guy. Oh, you know, did you see that article? Well, well you, you told me about that. Okay, that, real that, quick. Is just, that is ridiculous. But, report but, out today, can I? Wow. Uh, report out today that um, uh, the, the, there's a report on nationalfootballpost.com that Richie Incognito mocked the ethnic background of a team staff member and made crude jokes about that member's wife. Incognito would dress up in garb, reflective of that staff member's culture, and then make profane jokes about it. And then he would also say that the staff member's wife had sexual relations with several members of the team. Richie Incognito. Is that like, could that be fall up under the, the category of inciting a riot? Because it'd be a damn riot in the locker well, no, room. And that's I what's would. amazing, Ray, because here's what's really crazy. is the that's a riot within the locker room. What's really troubling, though, is that behavior was done in plain view of other team staff members and players and was allowed to continue unabated without curtailment by management. Man, so, let me just, let me just that's say. That's institutionalized. I'm, I'm, maybe, maybe I'm a little, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and that's why I think that institution... Uh, which happens to be the Miami Dolphins, they're going to find themselves in, in, in hot water. He dressed beyond, up in the guy's this, this clothes? Is, this, and this is beyond the control of Roger Goodell. What do you think he was? This is a man who has been able to leverage his power as big brother 
But Big Brother has overstepped his boundaries. Now well, we they need th- Big Brother in th- there right now. Well, they need a, somebody to put an end to that. But this is beyond Big Brother's control. There are, if you go in that room, right in that kitchen there, there are laws that Minnesota work, Vikings wide receivers. Well, <laughs> but there are laws <laughs> of which we are able to adhere to in a place of employment. Right. And, and, and federal laws. That's not Roger. Roger may think he's, but but one place that I've seen Roger, one place I've seen him sweat was when he was in the court and, and he was testifying in front of Congress. Now he came out, he came out unscathed, to the tune of maybe a billion dollars. Yeah, you know, just one. You, you know, but they make billions and billions and billions. Give so he, he came out unscathed. But I don't think he's comfortable with that atmosphere. I don't think that's where his comfort zone is. And But this is one of those things that may get him back in front of. Well, I'll boys. tell you this, Ray. I mean, if you have guys going out purchasing outfits to wear in front of ethnic minority members of the staff and then mock them and then say, by the way, everyone's having their way with your wife. By the way, this is a black and white show. My man over here, of course, Doug Mack, white man. Myself, black man. So we we keeping it real here on this show. Well, what do so, you think he was like? Uh, what do you think the guy uh, was? I, but listen, let's Canadian? not take it there. Let, let, but here's the thing about Doug. I, I just want to say Canadian. This. I want to say this. I want to say that there's no doubt he overstepped his line. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say there must have been some biatches in that locker room because nobody stepped up to Whoa. this man. I, I've been in locker rooms before. Pac Man. And and, <laughs> and I, myself. <laughs> You know, I'm going I'm to keep it real, real, okay? okay yeah, I, yeah. I, I've been outside in the car waiting on somebody to come outside just because you overstepped your boundaries. What do you mean? I don't, I, if, you don't, if you can't interpret and read between the lines, then that's it. But uh, that's, that's okay. how you handle things sometimes. Right. You, you gotta oh, I see what them. you're saying. You, see, you, you were see, waiting okay, for them to come. Oh, I understand. You've got to handle things the way you've got to handle things. I thought you were picking and someone so, up. No, and so, and so what I'm saying is that, but you don't want to go there. You want people to, to do things right. So you don't have to do the wrong thing. This is a staff member. I understand. That's what I'm saying. And so the staff should have taken care of their business inside that locker room because this young man is obviously who has much more self-control of himself than I had at that time. And what he did was the right thing. And he walked away. He didn't get physical. Who did? We don't know that. I'll say this. Richie Incognito seems like a heck of a guy. Like I would like him to date my daughter. That's the kind of guy I want to have around. The guy talking about Ray, he didn't. We don't know that the staff member was offended by the behavior ostensibly, but they allowed it to continue. Imagine that in our workplace, right here, at Voice America. I'm at a loss for words right now. Me. I want you all to know this because this, <laughs> he's the kind of guy that you want on. I was in, kidding. In your that was <laughs> satire. <laughs> all right, all right. Richie Incognito. Okay, listen. Let, let, let's move on because man, there's a lot of things that's going on in football. I, I, I first of all. Uh, Do you want my I, I picks? Talk a little bit, I got to talk a little bit about the Philadelphia Eagles, my, one, okay. of my, one of my yeah, favorite teams. Out. Just let me know when you want my picks. And Oh, we got to wait. Uh, but RG3. Mm-hmm. I mean, RG3, I, I don't know, understand why everybody's so upset about the, 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 the man's performance. Somebody tweeted RG3 and 7. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fact of the matter is, listen, first of all, this man is coming off a horrific knee injury. And, and he, I think it's his, just his... Decision making, and I think once somebody's able to 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 sit down with him in the off season, and actually walk through the season and review the films and the mistake that he's made, the kid's got some talent. Well, he's got Michael Vickitis is the problem. He's relying on his athleticism at the level where everybody else has got that 
if not exactly, pretty darn close. And he doesn't have that advantage. Well, I think here, here's the thing about it. The, the Michael Vick-itis that he may have had is the reason why I do not think Johnny Football is going to succeed in the National Football League because when Michael Vick had Michael Vick tendencies to think I could do whatever I want to do in the National Football League, and he did when he was superior, he did that at the young stages of his career, yeah, but, but, where he was superior. He was superior, and, and, oh, and, he was and, incredible. and the linemen were not as big and strong and fast as they are now. But that, you know, Michael Vick's been in the league 10 years. So that's a couple of generations when you think college is just four years. Yeah. So that's about two and a half generations of athletes that you now develop a talent to combat what Michael Vick's But Johnny is. Manziel is a quarterback. I mean, he throws the ball from the pocket. Michael He's Vick's a, a quarterback, too. Oh, right. What I'm saying okay. is Michael Vick was trying to just shine people with his, his athleticism, and Manziel actually has a little more of a, a, a crafty repertoire. So if you take him in a prime, you're saying that— Crafty repertoire. Are you saying that— Johnny Manziel is better than Michael Vick in his prime. Michael Vick did his thing at pro football. That. Okay. I'm saying it translates. <laughs> Doug Mack. That's my guest, Dougie Mack. It's the rail of sports on the Voice Seahawks of America Broncos. Network. Seahawks we'll Broncos. Right That's my pick. This. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're going to come back real fast because we don't have much time in this last segment. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I got my pick in there. I, 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 I jumped the gun. Like it matters. I, I know you did. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. We were done. Uh, you know, that's what my you bad. do. I believe that's what Peyton says. That's what I do. That's what you do. Run your program. So uh, let me just say this. Um, I just got to give a shout out because sometimes players don't have voices, particularly at the collegiate level. And there's some stuff going on there at Rutgers University again, this time in football. 
and and perhaps maybe you know some guys in the locker room and and I just you know it's the same thing happened at the Ohio State University. It's Urban's program. He can run it the way he wants to. Are you talking about like um, overheated, like aggressive coaching style? Yeah, or and I'm going to tell you what if you many times this social media stuff is getting to the point whereas. I really don't believe that the average person out here, and I'm going to take it to the, I'm going to go to high school, because I, I know high school, I didn't play Pop Warner, so I, and I know junior high, and shout out to Coach Stefanski, he's my, my seventh grade coach, man, I got a chance to talk to him a couple Chifantes. years, a couple weeks ago, uh, great football coach, oh, thank you, thank you, but hard coaching sometimes could be perceived as bullying. To give you a free pass? No, man, I'm, Blow people up. I'm serious about this. Okay. He did. He didn't give me a pass to blow him off, but he see he he prepared me for what hard coaching is going to be. You played for the hardest coach in oh, the history oh, yeah. of college football, and, and that was a man that he is the guy. You, you know, this kid today is talking about bullying at Rutgers University, and I'm going to say this: that I, 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 only reason why I condone it and and I support it is because I I I participated and and it happened to me. Well, you're a victim of the same system. I, I'm not saying I was a. I'm not going to say I was a victim. But I'm going to say that it was the structure of which uh, I was subjected to coaching was, at that time. Was Woody a reasonable person most of the time? Woody Hayes. Woody Ohio Hayes, State his heart was pure as gold. But he was an angry man. But he, he was an angry football coach. He coached angry. Did you love him? I loved him. Did you leave there feeling grateful for having played under I him? I sure did. And, and, I, and I would play for him again. Did he make you a better player? He made me a better player and a better person. Did he scare you? He scared me. I was, I was, I, I, here's what I'm, he intimidated me because of his presence. He was, he was bigger than life. Did he other, was Woody Hayes. Did other players cower? I mean, did you guys talk when, when he went away? But, 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 but let me just say, the only, the only fear that we, we had, if you will, was there was, because once you got to know the man, there was no longer any intimidation. Did he ever? He was an old man. Did he ever physical anybody up in the locker room in front of you? Oh, he he physical me up in uh, in a high school game when he came to see an all star game and I was there for the summer and he came up to the <laughs> somebody told me he was recruiting you. No, I was a, I was a freshman in off season and somebody told me that uh, Coach Hayes was at the all star game in, in my hometown, Canton, Ohio. It was a North South all star game. Canton, Ohio. And somebody said Woody was in the stadium and Woody knew that I was there, so Woody didn't go looking for me, but I knew that I better go see Woody. And so I walked up to Coach Hayes. Wow, and, and fifteen I said, years old? Uh, no, I was no, I was I was actually eighteen, nineteen. Oh, you were a yeah. senior. Yeah. Oh, a freshman. Okay, at, at Ohio, I thought you were a freshman yeah. in high school. No, at Ohio, at Ohio State. State. Right. And so I walked up to Coach Hayes, and I said, you know, Coach Hayes, how you doing? Everything, and he asked me, was I in shape? And I said, yes, Coach, I'm in shape. And and I got about three or four quick uppercuts to the belly. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, and, it was, and, and, and everybody laughed. That. Everybody laughed. It was funny. Everybody wanted to see that. I mean, and he did it to me, and I and I, you know what? I carried that badge with me, man, like it was a badge of honor. He stuck you. He stuck me. But one thing that he never did, one thing he That's never amazing. did is in practice, he never stuck me in practice. In the game, he never stuck me. What happened that day? The day he lost his job? Yeah. Well, Woody lost his mind. He went nuts. Yeah, temporarily, insanity uh, is, something, uh, is, is something that occasionally, once a week, Woody might go. He might, you know, <laughs> occasionally once, once a week, week. and well, that's, and, and, you know, and, and that's predictable. But but the thing about it is, it, it it was all relative to one being unprepared to play football at the level that Woody wanted you to be, a student of the game. Watching that film, it occurs to me that the thing that he couldn't get 
past was he couldn't control it. He hated that they were failing him and failing his 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 means his, to an end or whatever. Like well, he that, couldn't control it, and he freaked out and just socked well, it. And, and, and again, he it, wanted to be out there doing it himself. It, what what I think that's all about is controlled aggression and emotions, and you and you have to be able to manage them because after all, in a football game, that's what it's. And Steve Smith demonstrated control in the end zone last night in the game when, when in fact he could have went off and lost it and got kicked out of the game. But he, I, you could see him controlling himself. Would you have your kid play for Woody if he was still coaching? If he were still coaching? Or would you send him to Kevin Sumlin or I, I would, I would, Meyer? I would send or, my, I don't know. First of all, I don't know if I'd let my son play football. But wow. my son already played football. And his playing days are over with. But what I'm saying is what I because of what I know now. Long snapper. It's always what we say. No. Track. Oh. How about that? But it, it's always the Monday morning quarterback. If you knew what you know now, back then, there's some things in life we might have done differently. Absolutely. And and, and I I mean, I'm a frustrated basketball player, you know, uh, and, and, huh. and I love the game of basketball. No, honestly. you're not. I did. Yes, I am. I am a frustrated no, basketball <laughs> player. Okay, we can, we can agree on that. Me. No, trust me. <laughs> and and so I might have, you know, worked extra hard, you know, and, and, and perhaps I might have had a chance to play. Uh, but I, I would say this, if I knew what I knew now, Myself, personally, I probably would not have played football, what I know now. Uh, and, and certainly, would I discourage some kids from playing the game right now? If I had a kid and I had a chance to coach him and, and I had a chance to show him some film of how to play the game the right way, Compared to how to play the wrong game, and I and let me say this: you're talking to a man. Are you talking about long-term damage? That's exactly right. But right. you're talking to a man too, who's gone to the bedside of a kid that broke his neck, that was paralyzed. Yeah, well, there was a kid who just died here in Arizona last week. That's exactly you know, right. So, forty so, pound kid. And I've never, know. I never saw those things. You know, when I played football, uh, no, no, players who no, died no, back no, then no, from no, time but, to time. But let me ask you something: you're saying that, but. Like right now, I could go ahead and Google that, but we didn't see that. I, I, if you tell me, count the amount of times on one hand that you're familiar with the guy p- dying well, from playing sport. Uh, Woody Hayes tried to kill that guy for one, <laughs> <laughs> so that's one. And um, but after it just that, didn't I got Corey Stringer, and you know, But Corey again, Corey was that that was Condition. a health issue. Yeah, that was that was condition. We're learning more. It'll be safer going forward. I don't know if it'll be better, but we're you know we're changing the uh, we're changing the game, Ray, and the bloodlust is gone. Well, that, that, okay, let's think about we're talking about going forward. So let's 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 talk about going forward. Let, let's talk about some games. Of course, uh, last week was uh, week eleven out of uh, course. Seahawks are games. on a bye. In case uh, you were wondering, they have a bye. Well, Ten and okay. one. Well, we got a couple games going. Of course, we got a great rivalry. It's it's still a rivalry because it's the Steelers and the Browns coming up this week, and that is a very important game. Steelers need to stay in it. Browns need to stay in it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what do you mean you guess? I'm just saying Come they're on. both like uh, mediocre right okay, now. So, okay, so they're mediocre, but there are a lot of me- mediocre teams that somebody's going to have to rise to the top. And that's what happens this time of the year. It's like you're still in it. Yeah, and, it's fun. And, you know, you can go right down to the wire and still be in it. Browns are interesting and it's, right And now. it's good that it's like that because you don't want meaningless games to be played on Monday night football at late in the season. Brown's got over on that Trent Richardson deal, huh? Yeah, well, we Ooh. can say that. So, so let me ask you, of, of course... sucks. Uh, I traded him for 
<laughs> I actually got Julius Thomas in my fantasy for him. Boom. Well, let me ask you, in, in terms of some games coming up this week, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe I'm going to say this. The Arizona Cardinals playing football against the Colts. Mark my words. Here. This is the this is the top of the mountain for the Cardinals. And it's no, they six and four. They just, they just, no, I'm saying this season that you will look we'll look back and go, wow, they were six and four. They were even with the Neeners. Wow, that was. Do the you moment. really think the Colts can come in here and beat the Cardinals? I don't think it. I know it. So you're taking. The I'm Colts? taking the Colts all day long. If I bet the games, I would put your house on it. Well, I'll tell you what. I you know I, I like the Arizona Cardinals defense in particular, and and at home. You know, the Arizona Cardinals, this is one of the toughest places to come in and win a game. They what? Won a, they, oh, they won a lot of oh, games. That's sure. crazy. Cowboys talk. and Giants, it means something. What do you think? Cowboys and Giants. Means something. And you don't care what it means? <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I'm just saying, it means something. I'm agreeing with you. I do care. Okay, and the Chiefs, of course, they've lost the game. No more. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the Chargers. Eh. Is that on the road? Yeah. Because they were, no, no, they were in Denver, so I guess that's probably back Doesn't make a difference, man. Just line up and play. Who cares? Hey, you want to talk at? about a tough place to play, Arrowhead Stadium, by the way, but it's not as tough as your CenturyLink field in <laughs> Seattle, Ray. Hey, I, hey, what can I say, man? My man Dougie Mack has been on the show with me. We've had a great time, but it Good time stuff. flies so fast. So be sure to join me next week and tune in to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. It's that time, so I got to go. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks for having me, Ray. Anytime. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. We hope that you have enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit www.rayellissports.com. And be sure to join us next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.